Now, what you're gonna wanna do is you're gonna wanna amble or perhaps mosey on over to houseofdecline.com and also you're gonna wanna subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash houseofdecline. That's H-A-U-S of Decline. I say this because I am now part of the House of Decline team uh, along with another partner. Uh, we are, uh, my name is uh, Jack Southernman. And okay. I'm a big Texas furry. I'm Jack Southernman, the big Texas furry. I'm Clint Lockbottom, and uh, I'm also a Texas furry. Uh, represent a big Texas. You want to say it's a big Texas furry? Well, I'm not so big. I'm a little. My fursona is a teeny tiny squirrel. Well, Just, yeah, you want to be. I'm always cradling you and, you know, telling you how teeny tiny you are. That's correct. I like to be cradled and told how. So I'm a teeny tiny Texas fur. Yeah, you're a teeny tiny Texas fur. But really, you you are large in spirit. Thank you, uh, Jack. Southern. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Thank you, Clint. Lock, Clint Lockbottom. Clint Lockbottom is your name. That's And what a wonderful name that is. You know, you're from you're from the Odessa Lockbottoms. That's correct. Uh, we go way back uh, in Odessa, Texas, which is a part of Texas. I believe it's in the ass of Texas. You know, deep yeah, that's the, it. You know that old phrase, "deep in the ass of Texas." Deep in the ass of Texas. You know, that's what that's what <laughs> I say to people as they're rimming out my asshole. And you know, the, I have a little hatch on my fur suit, or you can you, you lift it open and it makes a creaking sound like the Doctor Who door. It goes. And then you can just do whatever you want to my ass. Well, I know? just if you heard that crash in the background, that was my little buddy. Uh, my little buddy squirrel knocked my whole fishbowl into the garbage can. And I'm not going to stop recording, but when I you say believe... your buddy squirrel, did you mean did you mean your your friend who is also a has a squirrel fursona no, or squirrelsona? He's a real squirrel. Okay, you have a real squirrel. Of course, he, of course, he's real. Okay, you so you how many squirrels do you have, Clint? I didn't I didn't understand. Well, I I live in a hostel. I rent out uh, my own room, and uh, they have an agreement with them. And I, the squirrel comes up in a little basket that I have attached to a pulley rope outside, and mm -hmm. he comes in and visits me. Um, his name is Francis. And Francis the squirrel, yeah. He just gets all, into all kinds of trouble. In my room here. <laughs> he's he's having all sorts of japes and jibes. He does. And when it comes time for bedtime, I lower him down in his little basket using my pulley rope. And usually we don't have a problem, but he's jealous because I'm spending all my time podcasting. But it is convention season. It is absolutely convention season. And we're talking about the big Texas furry convention we right are here. We're, indeed. <laughs> well, there are four... There are four big Texas furry conventions that we're gonna wanna we're gonna wanna draw upon. Of course, there's the Texas Furry Fiesta, mm -hmm. my favorite. That goes down for usually in March. Yeah, coming up on that one uh, real soon. It is my favorite. They have their shit together. Okay, some of the conventions on this list do not. Yeah, we're gonna be talking smack. We're gonna be talking a big Texas furry smack on some of these big Texas furry conventions. Uh, and uh, my personal favorite, I want to say the Alamo City Furry Invasion 2022, because, you know, there's nothing like that San Antonio flavor. Well, what I like about it is that it is still patriotical towards Texas, and they do a full recreation of what the Alamo is like. It's true. They, they have a Davy Crockett. He's an actual raccoon, and he's wearing, he's wearing a raccoon skin hat. You know, like he did, and he's knifing Mexicans who are also furries, but they're like, you know, in Chihuahua furry costumes because it's, you know, we've had complaints about that. They actually asked us to change that due to the racism, but we we thought it was in good fun, you know, to have the well, you know Santa pick, Ana's army portrayed as various pick, Mexican animals. We don't pick anybody's costume for them, so they did it themselves. Uh, got my little buddy Francis right here now in my arms. He got your little buddy visit. Francis right there. He's yeah, a tiny little guy. As, as we all know, being a furry bestows upon you magical animal communion powers, not unlike Dr. Doolittle 
or yeah. or the Texas version of Doctor Doolittle, Doctor Fat Little. <laughs> now why? You, now why are you going saying that doctors in Texas are fat? I'm not saying that. That's his name. That's his goddamn name. He He's Doctor Fat Little. That that, you never had Doctor Fat Little when you were a big Texas child. <laughs> You never, you never heard his stories about how he, he he would sing. If I could talk to the animals, eat all the animals, I would freaking eat all the animals. He he wanted to talk them to coerce them to get in his stomach, you know. And it wasn't a vor thing, even though as furries we are, we de- we know about vor, you know. We we've heard about vor, okay. We are long storied historians of vor. Or histvorians, if you will, as as they call that in the furry community. You know, we, we know back in Texas, you want to talk about the vor community in Texas in the 80s? Look, we were struggling. We didn't have any vor festivals, but they've since been absorbed by the furry festivals. And you'd think, you know, they would they would not like that. But, you know, vor people love getting absorbed into stuff. So it, it wasn't a big deal. So, you know, there are all these little enclaves at the furry festivals. There's your vor guys. There's your inflation guys. There's your macro guys. Well, the one problem I have with the furry fiesta is, yeah. of course, their weapon policy. They, they, they don't allow you to open carry at the furry fiesta. They don't, and this is Texas. And this is fucking Texas. This is up. a big criticism I have of the furry this fiesta. This is Texas. We, open, we are... Open carrying furries. It's part of our costume. It says you have to be maxed and vaccinated. That is insane. The the fursuit protects you from the virus. You will not you will not get infected. I'm already wearing a two hundred pound duck costume. You know, I don't I don't need this shit. You know, I'm a I'm a big sexy duck. I'm a big sexy muscle duck with a big duck dick. And Frankly, that's filtering out all the viruses. You're right. And I'm a, I'm a teeny tiny squirrel with a very large AR-15 that I carry on my back. That's part of, it's sewn into the costume. You can't, you can't take it off. It is functional, though. It is very functional. Very, very, very deadly. It's a deadly weapon, that I, and a, it, but above all, it's a tool. It's a tool for keeping the peace. And Absolutely. And no one's going to be protesting our furry convention. If I see, because you know what, if I see someone who has some attire on that is not maintaining a PG rating, then I need to hold them and arrest them, because this is a family-friendly furry fiesta. It's the yeah. This is a family. Apps. Even though my duck character, who who I call uh, Lord Duck, that's his name. Um, because you know I'm sort of it, I take on a king in yellow sort of presence when I wear the costume. I feel very regal and also uh, disturbingly regal, in you fact. You are, at the very least, aristocratic. The, yeah, definitely aristocratic. Um, an aristocrat. But the thing is, I have a big duck dick as part of the costume, but I put a, I put a sheet over it. I put a sheet over it because it's PG. You know, we all want to keep it. We all want to keep it down. But there's there ain't no... There ain't no laws against bulges. You know, I'll tell you that much. That's a Jack Southern man guarantee. There ain't no laws against bulges. And uh, y- you can find that on my website. Now, I'm coming into another problem I have with the rules here for the furry fiesta. Okay? Any attire that gives the appearance of being military or law enforcement attire is not allowed. Now, as a teeny tiny squirrel with an AR-15 who is also in the Space Force. Because I, I'm going... You're in, in the Space Force? I'm in the Space Force. I'm, I am I am exploring the world Oh, congratulations, beyond. man. That, that's that's huge, Clint. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad for you. I'm going to be planning the first furry convention in orbit. That, oh my God. Well, you know, congratulations. Will, will masks be involved? Of course not. Um, except right. except masks, the, you know, the normal big ones. No, the normal fursuit mask. Right, yeah. no, but you no, won't have to put a mask over your fursuit mouth. 
we've, we've covered that. No, you don't. It's it's double indemnity. You don't have to do it twice. You're you need to. Mask. Here's the thing: is you're going to need to make extra big astronaut suits for the fursuits as well because they're going to have to fit around them. You know, space. You know, this is something we have a tradition of space exploration in Texas. You know, Houston, we have a solution. I think that's what we're saying right here. We have a solution to all the loneliness. You know, the people said years ago they were saying yiff in hell. Bitch, we're yiffing in space. Right. That's and what I'm saying. I'm pleased to announce that despite all of the pressures and tensions of war in this world, that our furry convention in outer space will be with the Russians on the space station. And we have one of these Russians from satellite. Um, his name is Vlad Suxilov. And he's coming from the space station to, to give us an update about being the first Soviet. Well, not he's not. They're not Soviets. They're Russians. The <laughs> you cannot kill the Soviet Union, my friend. First you Russian cannot theory. kill Vlad Saksalov, and you cannot kill the Red Wolf, which is which is my character. Wow. So glad you're joining us here from Satlink, as they say. Uh, yes, the big Texas Satlink. I love it very much. Now, you are on, the, of course, the Texas Space Station, which is different from the United States Space Station. But Texas, because it was its own country once, gets its own space station, and which we have been sharing with the Russians even after our, that messy breakup that uh, the America has had with Russia recently over some uh, little minor... We don't need to mention that. We don't need to we talk. Don't. All we need to no. do is yeah, have a good time. You put on your car seat headrest records. That he, did you know that car seat headrest got his start at furry convention? He is furry convention man. I did know. I did know. That, that's, um, that's obviously, you know, one of my favorite bands um, as, a, as a furry myself, you know. Yes. Uh, and did you know car seat headrest actually from Russia? He was Russian up, designed to make American men weak, but it only made them strong. It made them much stronger, and that is why we are losing war in Ukraine. Um, and now we, oh, it looks like uh, we're getting actually a, a new a new person jumping in on the line from Ukraine, a representative of the Ukrainian Furry Convention Society. Uh, it's Igor. Um, Dixon Butts. Soft. Hello, I am Igor Dixon Butts. The Dixon first butts thing off. I wear, I have, I have a fur suit that is yellow on top and blue on bottom, <laughs> which is the opposite of of Ukraine flag. Because you know we do things a little crazy here in Ukraine furry community. We get a little wild, you know. They put American flag upside down. We put Ukraine flag upside down because we get a little wild. But we're still proud of our country, and we do not like the Jews. So, <laughs> um, I noticed, uh, Igor, you have a insignia on your outfit, which actually is contrary to the dress code uh, for Furry Fiesta of Texas. You're not allowed to have any armbands or symbols perceived as hate symbols. And I see um, five different ones. On what, uh, this is not Black Sun. People mistaking this for Black Sun all the time. What it actually is, is my asshole. <laughs> It is that's is how my asshole looks on my fursuit, you know. I bend over, I take my pants down, I have a little black sun on my asshole. Uh, Igor, thank oh wait, you. it's not a black sun. Forget I said that. It's not a black sun, actually, not a Nazi. Igor, thank you for coming in uh, and giving us fair and balanced. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna get back to Vlad over on the space okay, station. Okay, we'll get back to Vlad, my friend. My friend, I'm glad you took that Ukraine dog. <laughs> And, you know, that he was dressed literally as a dog, so that, uh, you well, know, the, he, that was accurate I mean, there. I am a, we are related, because I am the more aggressive. I am not domesticated like Ukraine NATO pig. Well, he wasn't a pig. He was dog. Yeah. All right. You can't, you can't confuse. You're going to get the pig faction, um, which are mostly, uh, mostly furries from North Carolina. Yeah. That's a lot how, of North Carolina, they are into pig, pig yeah. play, pig stuff, pig, you pig, know. Pig. Pig. Big men. Yeah, are you making fun of my accent now? You're doing mirroring for my accent. I am I'm doing mirroring a little bit, I think. Well, you thought I would take offense, but I am overjoyed! <laughs> the Red Wolf laughs. The Red Wolf laughs with you and with society. So at the big Texas furry convention, you are planning, Clint, Clint Lockbottom, 
I met you at Big Texas Furry Convention. Uh, I believe I met you at Stratosphere. Uh, stra- Stratosphere, yes. Stratosphere in Houston. That's where the, many of the NASA the NASA uh, uh, furries go. Because most, what a lot of people don't know is ninety percent of the people who work at NASA also attend furry conventions. It's just the thing: the space exploration plus furries, it goes together. You know, they were experimenting on Leica back in the day, and but what really they were doing is supplementing their own urges to be dog. That's what the Russian scientists were. We liked Yuri Gargarin because he was a tiny little, you know, he was an animalistic, enkidu-like animal man. And, you know, that's why we sent him to space. Now, I have to ask you, Vlad, about, uh, you know, it's maybe a sensitive question because your president, Vladimir Putin, has recently made some statements about the furry community saying, Not my president. Not my president. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. You think he's like a big orange... Like douchebag. So, he's anyway. a big orange cheeto. He is, he is our own cheeto. He's recently, called the Russian, the Russian cheeto. Uh, recently, P- Mr. Putin has said he wishes to muzzle and leash the furry community. How do you respond to that? Uh, well, you're talking my language, Vladimir. <laughs> you know, as a fellow Vlad, you know, I don't think I, you'd find a lot of furries that mind that. Huh? We would actually be perhaps sexually enticed. What are you going to say? You're into leather play? What are you going to say? That you're going to put a pump into my 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 asshole and then start inflating it and then I blow up like a big balloon? You're speaking my language here, Vlad. Love to be ex- expanded like a balloon. Love that. Uh, uh, that's, you know, we're the big Texas furry convention. You know, we do it bigger in Texas and that that's why we're all expansion fetishes. We have a, a, a Jack, so glad you're back, um... Vlad was cut off by the Russian censors who did not like that answer. Uh, nah, yeah, they they assassinated him. He's they dead blew now. Up the they space went to space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they diverted. They blew up the big Texas. They blew up the big Texas space station. Uh, yeah. But it's okay because that's a tax write-off. It I mean, is. We don't. We didn't really care about it. Well, the only people that died were Russians. Yeah, Europeans and, is, and Greg, is, is of no matter. Greg Abbott can spend another billion dollars on a new Texas space station. You know, being from Odessa, Clint, you would think that you would be pro-Ukrainian in all of this. Oh, well, Texas names, uh, a lot of Texas cities just have names because one way they used to name cities in Texas was they would spin a globe and then put their finger down and then like, that's what we're naming it. It's Paris, Texas. Oh, we're going to name it Jerusalem, Texas. These have nothing to do with the countries that the names originated from. It's literally random. Well, that's how I got the names for my other other personas. You know, Lord Duck is just my primary sona. I, I got lots of stuff going on. For example, uh, my my persona of Czechia, uh, Kazakhstan, Czechia, Kazakhstan, Texas. Okay, that's that's one of my personas. That's one of my personas because you know I spun a globe. I looked at Czechia, beautiful country. It's called Czechia now, just in case you weren't aware. It used to be called the Czech Republic, but they changed it to Czechia. And I thought, what a beautiful name for my finger to have landed on, my big Texas finger to have landed on a small Texas country like like Czechia, for example. Uh, and uh, Czechia, Kazakhstan, you know, what Czechia, Kazakhstan is, is he, he is a snowmobile. And you didn't think furries could be machines, now but they I, are. Now, I, now I, how exactly is that working? If you're a furry machine, if you're if you're a furry machine, you're not. You don't have fur. You have parts. You have you have gears oh, instead of fur. Okay. Uh, you have you have metallic outer coating, but still, you know, you you cut a shapely figure. If you if you were a shapely snowmobile, as Czechia, Kazakhstan, Texas is. Uh, you know, you you have a you have a, a peck line, get a get a good peck line in there. You know, get a good ball line, get a good line for your for your snowma balls, as I call them. <laughs> you know, because snowmobiles are very exotic where we're from in Texas. We don't get a lot of snow here, so that that's like a spaceship to us. And you know, we just blew one up, so you know, we wouldn't do that to a snowmobile. Because the, they're exalted. You know, we see one and it's like, oh, it's an unexploded nuclear bomb. Guess we better worship it. Right. Much like the Hindus worship the cow 
We absolutely the snowmobile, and also we slaughter cows here in Texas, even though we're furries because we love burgers. We we love burgers as well. You know, you'd think there would be more vegan furries. Are there not? But not here in Texas. I was thinking most furries are probably vegan. If you are a vegan furry, email us at houseofdecline at gmail.com. Well, for the vor ones, it's probably not a problem. You know, I wonder wonder the incidence of vor furries who are vegan. Or is that like, do they keep it separated? You know, I, I assume they would want to consume the cow whole and not in pieces, not ground up into small easily consumable chunks love, as we tend to like it in texas we do love it ground up into consumable chunks yeah i love chunks <laughs> um you know what i like to do when i'm browning up some cow chunks what you what you doing when you're browning up some cow well, chunks Clint? Um, of course i'm putting it in tomato sauce i love my tomato, yeah, tomato sauce. sauce of course yeah <laughs> it's the only way i eat ground up cows and tomato sauce and i put it on on noodles uh, Italian noodle style tomato sauce. And yeah, yeah. You're making a big old bowl of Texas spaghetti. <laughs> That's right. I put beans in it like they do in Cincinnati. But I don't do Cajun seasoning. No. Okay. I do Worcestershire sauce. That's because you're from Odessa. That's, that's right. That's the... That's the, na- that's the town trick o- is Worcestershire. style chili spaghetti, tomato sauce, beef chunks, Worcestershire sauce, um, and of course, honey drizzled. Drizzled honey, honey, honey drizzle. No Cajun seasoning. No Cajun seasoning. None, none at all. You know, <laughs> mirepoix. Get, get your French ass out of here. We're not talking about that stuff. We're not talking about celery. We're not talking about carrots. Maybe if they were in your ass, as we are wont to do, from time to time. No, that's not true. No, none of the money characters I have ever met have ever stuck carrots up their ass. That's that's a big Texas lie. I tell why, you that. Why much. would anyone do that? It's not, it's stick not, a carrot up their ass? It's not the right size. I guess some of these new jumbo carrots. Yeah, yeah some of these new genetically engineered jumbo you carrots, know what I, I suppose. Seeing? I was, I'm so used to seeing stuff that's not genetically engineered that when I see one in the wild, I'm, I freak out. I'm like, what the fuck? So a goldfish these days? I got down my bag of goldfish, and it's like goldfish made with all all ingredients genetically engineered. I'm like, what the, what the fuck they've got in goldfish? They've gotten to goldfish, which is the official snack of furries, because they're also animals. You'd think it would be animal yeah, crackers as animal well. Crackers is, is no, not. but it's goldfish, oh. actually, because they got the bidding war. They they won the bidding war for the official furry snack. I guess, what about Swedish fish? A close second? Uh, they're popular in Sweden, of course. They're, they're very popular with the Swedish furry community. You have a lot of herring-based furries up there. You know, a lot of a lot of seafaring furries. You know, a lot of a lot of caribou furries up there. You'd actually think furries would would stick to their region-specific animals, but that's that's not true. If that was true, then in Texas it'd all be heckin' armadillo furries, heckin' armadillos and rattlesnakes, and and goddamn longhorns. You know, but you know the longhorns. There is actually a longhorn epidemic. There are not enough cow furries in Texas. I think because they're afraid they're going to get shot. They're afraid, you know, they're, at, afraid they're going to come to a convention and then they're going to get eaten. Yeah, absolutely. Get get ground up into chunks like like the ones that they've enjoyed in the past. With I some, remember it was a goddamn bloodbath at yeah. the 2017 fur fiesta where we had a bunch of rustlers come in. And all that tomato sauce? All that tomato sauce was splattered all over the walls. They were making Texas spaghetti in our guts. They were playing around with our organs and such. <coughs> but Which is fine in Texas. That's what you do to cows before you slaughter a cow. Of course, you drape yourself in its organs and, you know, like a feather boa and parade around town going, Look at me! I'm, I'm Miss Fancy! Well, I'm gotta, Miss Fancy! You gotta use the organs to um predict the future. Um... That's yeah, that's of course uh, that's Texas necromancy or texromancy, as they call it. Yeah, well, they can tell you what's going to happen. I mean, everyone in Texas does this um, every you know every time they kill a cow is the it's called augury, I believe. Yeah, augers. Augury. Augury. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know you mess around with the, with the entrails, and then they it tells you what's going to happen in the future. It points you in the right direction. 
And I'm working That's... on a really intricate furry costume of a cow being augured. Okay, so the guts are going to be like in a tableau. They're well, going to you know be in mid-spill. They, re- they were rearranging your guts on the inside. Yeah. They're going to rearrange my guts on the outside. That's my All ultimate. right, cool. This is my ultimate. Because you know that, that one uh, manga about that one manga? That one manga? The manga. Yeah, I, I read a lot of manga you know, and anime. You never read that one manga where... Um, I guess you could call me an otaku. Uh, sure. That one manga where um that lady wants her head cut off right as she's uh, climaxing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think I've like, read that one. I'm like that, but with the cow augury. Oh, you want to be disemboweled. Yeah. You want to you want to get a candy man like hooking you as a cow. Just as you're about to come. Yeah. As, as a, a cow. As a cow. As a bull. Will, will you go moo moo? You know, when the deed is done. I'm working on my death um monologue, actually. Okay. A series of sounds and snorts. And but it'll be cute because you like lift the flap on your fursuit and oh, all these be. little organs come out. And you could you could sew little happy faces on the plush organs as they're falling out of your body. Not to not to toot my own bullhorn, but it's gonna be. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be uh, an amazing performance. I mean, it's stick around. It it has to happen after nine p.m. Obviously, mm-hmm. because of the you know if we go back into the rules of fur fiesta, um, which I was going through before. Yeah, but, um, gets it gets a little blue after 9 p.m. is what you're saying. That's the when... following is only permitted between the hours of 9 p.m. and 4 a.m. Latex, okay, PVC, and neoprene form-fitting bodysuits, all of which I have to take use of in order to make this. It's a whole production, right? You you need it outlining your junk. You need it. You need the outline of your junk in order to fulfill that. Well, I got to take, I mean, there's medications that I have to take that need a specific amount of time. Um, Like there's certain medications you can take. I got to be hooked up to like a blood transfusion because I am going to use my own blood. Um, Okay. You're going to use your, 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 so this, this won't be plush blood. This won't be furry blood. This won't be, this won't be fake blood. You're going to pre-cut a, a long slash down my belly and then sewed it back up myself. And when, oh, you, oh, you gave yourself a C-section, or as we call that in the furry community, an F-section. Right, and so when the... F uh, is for furry, of course. When the actor sweeps the hook down the, the belly of the fursuit, my own belly will then come open and all my blood and guts will come out. Well, this sounds uh, similar to a little ritual murder. And, you know, uh, I think... I think we should have a big Texas furry convention. That includes a little ritual murder, you know. Right. That could be a little fun. That could be fun. It's, it's what they did in Cats. You know, Cats is a movie all about Listen. ritually murdering one of their own. Jack, I, I, again, I don't mean to brag, but the one thing that furries need is a religion based on a self-sacrificing martyr named Clint Lockbottom. And I'm here to provide and begin this new religion. Are you saying? Because I am a very, I'm a very strict Methodist. You know, I'm all about the method. And I, I have to say, it sounds like you're trying to become a, a false messiah here, Clint. I'm, I'm a little disturbed at what you're having to say. Listen, don't be disturbed. Everything is normal. I took one antidepressant, and now I'm going to start my own religion by disemboweling myself in a hotel. Okay, that sounds great, actually. <laughs> I was worried, but then you reassured me. You said, don't worry. And I was like, all right, I can run with this. I can run with this. So, uh, you know, we're going to need some tenants for our, our big Texas furry religion. We're going to need some, uh, you know, I will, of course, be your Peter. I will be, I, I will spread the gospel, you know, at first. And I doubted you as well. So I was like, uh, I, I, who denied Jesus in the garden again? Who's the one that denied Jesus? Was it Peter? It was Peter. Peter denied Jesus. And I denied you. I denied your divinity. And so you will you know, twice earlier. more, or my word be not the son of God. Yeah. So you're the son of a big furry God, is what you're, a, a tiny furry, a, t- a big tiny squirrel furry. Uh, you mean dad? Oh, you mean dad? <laughs> dad? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big Texas tiny furry squirrel dad. Yeah. 
Yeah, you mean dad, dad, aka God. Yeah, aka Big Texas Tiny Square Referral Dad. Yeah, aka all powerful, all knowing, all wise. He's omniscient. He's got a big dick. He's got a big squirrel dick. And he's got an AR-15 sewn into his back. You should see his (laughs) costume. Okay. When he God's for what is God's fursona? Right. God's fursona. He's He's a guy underneath there. You know, we're made in his image. Uh, God, God is, of course, you know, he's he's a uh, he's a panda. That's he awesome. loves pandas. Yeah, I just I had to go silent for a second just thinking of God's persona. Just... You, you you had to you couldn't comprehend it <laughs> with your with your mind, even though you are the son of him. <laughs> you know, um, we, we humility <laughs> is is a necessary. You know what? You Do you want to be the fucking martyr? Fine. I want to switch places. Can... Here's something I never understood. When when Jesus said, God, why have you forsaken me? Why didn't he just said, me? Why have I forsaken me? You know, why didn't he just call out to him? He he could have had the power any time. Sounds like you're being a pronoun stickler. Okay, I'm no, being, I'm being. No a... one likes a pronoun stickler. No, that is true. We we outlawed those at the furry conventions. No sticklerism here. Uh, in fact, we, we have no time for sticklers of any sort. I mean, furries, but, are, furries are some of the first people to endorse the mental concept of just rolling with whatever someone says they are. Like, if you're like, oh, I'm named, I'm Tiny Squirrel Man now, they're just like, cool. Well, there's a, there's a difference, of course, between the trans community and the furry community. We don't want to we I'm don't want to engage attitudes. any parallels in there. I'm talking this about is attitudes. See, this is why I can't believe you're the Messiah, Clint. You are always drawing these parallels. You're drawing these negative parallels with furries it's about fantasy. There is a fantasy element, although for some people they take it a little further. It's actually a broad brush. I don't want to paint any furries with yeah. such a broad brush. Well, see, this is the jokes on you uh Jack, because it turns out I'm one of those Nazi furries. No! No! Damn it! Damn it! You That's see, right. you, 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 you lied to me. You, you misrepresented yourself. Because usually those guys, they're dressed like German shepherds. You can easily identify I, the Nazi furs because they're dressed like the Nazi I animals. I did, and that's that's actually my true fursona. I lied to no! you. No! I lied no! to you. No! Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> I hate I hate you, Shotzis, which is what we call the furry Nazis. You ca- you guys got a slur for us? Yeah, Shotzis. That's kind of Nazi. Wait, wasn't that the name of Hitler's dog? I don't what was know, the name of Hit? No, Hitler's dog was named Blondie. If you're making is... slurs, then you know you're one step away from joining us. So, what? No, <laughs> it's okay to call Nazis slurs. <laughs> it's fine to call Nazi slurs. You can call a Nazi a half faggot. If you want to, it's fine. They have they have stopped demonstrating. I'm digging a hole here. That's I'm not no, going to. No, see, what you did is you just, I dug myself a hole, and then I basically pulled you in. There you go. Well, now we're part of a big Texas hole, <laughs> um, which is the perfect place for our own free convention. You know, having understood that you are a Nazi, here's what I'm going to say. Don't bring up politics. You know, if the thing about the great thing about being a furry is we can move beyond that. Okay, we can, we can. When you're in the fur space, you know, when you enter the fur space, you leave your your political fursona at the door. It's funny on the furry convention rules. The the rule basically covering if you're a Nazi is no armbands. <laughs> no armbands. What what if I? <laughs> Well, well, what if I, what just if I have my non-Nazi armband? Yeah, what if I just believe in Nazism? Why don't they just ban Nazis? Because you, you know can just a... keep it in your head. Well, they ban armbands, but you could just have a swastika right on your first painted right on yeah. the chest of your first suit, and there's nothing they can do about well, that it. That would be a symbol perceived as a hate symbol. Right. Oh, that's a symbol perceived. What if you? Has anyone ever tried to do the thing where they turn it? turn it slightly so it's the Buddhist swastika instead of the Nazi swastika, and they're like, what, what? This is a Buddhist symbol. I can get away with it. It's a Buddhist symbol. Why don't, why don't like, symbolless nihilists ever become, like, homicidal, genocidal maniacs? Why is it always, like, groups with uh, ideologies? 
because uh, nihilists, you know, they're they're generally not motivated. You know, <laughs> nothing matters. You know, even murder doesn't matter. You know, I don't want to do any murder. Murder doesn't bug matter. You know. <laughs> You gotta believe in something, you know. Everyone, believe, you gotta believe in yourself, you know. Even a serial killer believes in themselves. It's the it's the Texas nihilist mumbling that oh, murder don't matter, nothing matters. Oh, murder, murder don't matter. Murder can't don't matter. can't do it. Murder doesn't matter. They're <laughs> big Texas nihilist. <laughs> Texas nihilist. Big Texas nihilist convention. Uh, now we've we've show. instantly transitioned. We've stopped being the big free convention, and we're at the big Texas nihilist convention. <laughs> my name my name now is Raven Dark Beef, and it, it symbolizes my love of of chunks as well as my love of nihilism and my darkness that I have in my heart. What is what is your big Texas nihilist name, Clint Lockbottom? I think it's Brandon, unfortunately. Oh no, we we Brandon. don't care for Brandon here. Yeah, Brandon Lee. Uh, <laughs> S- Are we both crow themed? <laughs> crow themed nihilists? Yeah, Brandon Lee Estevez. I'm I'm, Bra- one, of, <laughs> I'm one of the Estevez brothers. You're one of the Estevez brothers. Yeah, you know you know my brothers Charlie and Emilio. I know your I know your brothers, uh, famous famous Hispanic actors, Charlie and Amelia, and I'm the, the third one, uh, Brandon Lee. You're the, you're the third one, Brandon Lee. Uh, named were you named after the the late Brandon Lee? I was. So you were. When were you born? You well, know, Brandon were you born was after. A, he was actually like a, a real role model for Charlie. You know him as Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And uh, my brother Emilio. Uh, I, I, we, I, we are half brothers. I do not. Martin Sheen is not my father, of course. Oh, Martin Sheen is not your father. No. Y- your, your father is, of course, uh, uh, Hank Estevez. <laughs> well, Este Estevez is our mother's Hank name. Hank Estevez. Estevez okay. is our mother's name. My, right, that's right. But my because you're, you're matrilineal. My father, Emilio went matrilineal. My father did take my mother's name because yeah, we're we're doing a matrilineal uh, lineage type style, just like the Jews, you know who. Nihilists love Jews. Yeah, and it's like you're choosing your playthrough style. Like you can be matrilineal or patrilineal uh, when you're playing this life, which is a simulation. You know. Yeah, that's what we believe as nihilists that life is a simulation. Um, no. that's like the core tenet of nihilism <laughs> is that like we're core, all in a simulation. It's like the core belief, which all of the different laws and rules and beliefs of nihilism flow forth from. Yeah, that. yeah. I've, all of the books and rules of nihilism is set forth. Uh. <laughs> We, of course, have our big Texas library of nihilism. It's a huge library. It's the size of the of the library of the Congress, the Congress Congressional Library of, of uh, Honor. Uh, what's it called? The, con- the library in Congress that stands before ye. Uh, it's even bigger than that, whatever that one's called. And, you know, in D.C., yeah. where they're spending all our money on. They're spending yeah, they're all spending all our money on Brandons. Our yeah. hard-earned money on other Brandons. I, I call them other Brandon. Other Brandons, you know, not the good type of Brandon, not you, not, not Brandon Lee, not the dear departed Brandon Lee, but rather the that rather the overspending Brandons, you know, the giving all our money to goddamn Zelensky. Oh, great. You know, as a nihilism fan, I said I love Jews, but Zelensky, he's one Jew that I could. Oh, man, the big Texas nihilism okay. convention has uh, been, uh, it's, it's been canceled due to where it's the big Texas furries again. We have canceled. We're more powerful than the nihilism convention, and we have canceled them for their rabid anti-Semitism. You know, Clint Lockbottom, despite you being a Nazi fur, you got nothing against the Jews. No, I'm just in Nazism for the fashion. I'm the one person who you can say that about. Uh, ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. It's a very you're, funny. You're blameless. You know, you just like fine leather suits. I'm like David Bowie in terms of my, uh, in terms of my beliefs. I'm, I'm a dumb blonde. Uh, of course. And D- David Bowie, who is huge in Texas. We love David Bowie in Texas. He's like the biggest guy here. When we, you know, NASA... All of us in Houston at NASA, we were listening to Space Oddity, and we were crying. We were weeping, because that was our lives. Right there, uh, ground control to Major Tom. That was me. I was ground control, okay? Um, And, of course, yeah, he had a Nazi face, and he didn't have to apologize for it. He did, because he's a gentleman. He's a big Texas gentleman, like we expect here. 
But and honestly, honestly, it's okay. It's okay to have a Nazi face, just as long as you don't hate the Jews. That's what we. That's what we got to say. If Kanye had said he was a Nazi, but said the Jews were fine, you know, he wouldn't be in this mess. He he wouldn't have had to disappear for a while. I want to get into astronaut politics. Going to get into astro astroturf is what you're saying. Well, I'm just mad that Chris Hadfield, Canadian astronaut, had such a social media success, whereas no American astronaut has had such like kind of similar social media success. It's because they're all too goddamn real. They're all too goddamn aggressive. Yeah. Uh, we could have changed this with the the furry astronauts, but unfortunately, the big Texas uh, space station blew up, and no one could figure out how to make uniforms that big. No, nah, no, nah, it was it was all it it was too much fabric. You know, that was the problem. We're just looking at a, the the best furry haberdasher in the so, region. So you know what I would do? You know what I would do? Um, what would you do? This is kind of maybe groundbreaking. But all right, I wouldn't all right. try to make it just a bigger astronaut suit out and have it be put on on top of the furry suit. Mm-hmm. I would just put ears and a tail on, <laughs> on a normal astronaut suit. Well, that's all you need, really. <laughs> that's all you need to make it a little furry. You know, just a little ears and a tail there. And and then and then problem problemo solved. Yeah, there you make your cat girl astronaut. You're you're a cat girl astronaut. That's like you always wanted to be. You can put a little Hello Kitty sticker on it. You can. Well, what if? Because you know how they make those tails that are also butt plugs. Oh, love those. Love those. <laughs> Absolutely, you get to double the use out of them. You get to feel something in your ass. You know whether you're a Ukrainian furry and your asshole is made out of a black sun. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. we should st- maybe we should stop accusing all Ukrainians that's, of being Nazi. That's your Nazis. thing. I'm the one. Maybe that's my thing. Them. I guess you never went into that tangent. Yeah. Guess you never accused any of goddamn Ukrainians of being Nazis. That that's all right. Well, it's because you sympathize with them. Because of course we've established that you are from Odessa. That's correct. Uh, and I was just I, I I was under the influence of drugs uh, during this episode, and so I cannot be taken. To court. Uh, that no, rule. that's a rule. <laughs> if you were on drugs at the time, that's it. It, it completely is fine. Uh, uh, that's so why I, you go up to a cop anytime you see a cop and you're like driving a little weird. Yeah. The and cop the cop comes like, up to you and says, sir, I cannot be charged with anything because I'm on drugs <laughs> and thus I am not mentally competent. You know, I'm a lawyer, so you can take that advice. I you can take it to the bank. He just was like, carry on. It's really cool. It really works. So what we're what we're gonna do? I'm gonna try and look up some. Uh, here's here's TripAdvisor.com. So we're talking about good time at the Texas Furry Fiesta. Some some ratings from uh, from TripAdvisor here. Uh, if I can uh, see all six thousand seven hundred nineteen reviews of the Big <laughs> Texas Furry Fiesta. So a lot of satisfied customers, mostly, mostly five stars. Oh no, this is of the Hyatt Regency Dallas. These are reviews of the Hyatt Regency Dallas, and not of the furry convention. Well, I wish you could. Here, here is them. one from from Pony Wolf okay. in Denver, Colorado. Nice, large, clean room. They allow pets. We enjoy getting in early and watch the hotel change from business to convention time. The hotel staff do get into the spirit of the convention, which is nice. The food is good. You'll hear trains if you face the tracks. That's a five-star review. That's a five-star review of the Big Texas Furry Convention. What's the difference between the Texas Furry Fiesta and the Texas Furry Siesta? Uh, The Siesta happens in summer, and I think it's a little more mellow because it's hotter. And so the fursuits, you know, they 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 get pretty sweaty. Well, they're in air, right. they're in air conditioned spaces. Here we go. I attended the biggest furry convention in Texas. This is an article, March tenth, twenty twenty, from some website called Central Track, by Daniel Valdez. Uh, and, and uh, let let's read from this article. It's a it's a study of us. You know, what's it like to be studied by a journalist? 
And we have the answer right here. So what does Daniel Valdez say? Apparently all the photos in this article are by Carly May as well. Historically, LGBTQ gathering spots tend to be bars or increasingly sanitized pride events full of rainbow flags and parade floats that have come to be dominated by corporate bank sponsors at this point. At this point, we all know the drill. So you used at this point twice, Daniel Valdez. I, I don't know what this writing is. Well, criticizing the, the writing of the guy whose article we're stealing. I'm a better writer. I can write better. I should have written this for a convention. Uh, for the, yeah, I'm talking about, but under mainstream LGBTQ culture's nose, a new kind of queer experience has been brewing, thanks to a subcommunity of sorts that owes a big debt of gratitude to the internet. I'm talking about furry conventions, which trade corporate culture for unapologetic weirdness. For the purposes of this article, furry refers to a community whose members are united by their interest in anthropomorphic characters, breed animals with human traits. Uh, from Godzilla-inspired drag shows to Rocky Horror Picture Show screenings and collaborations with the wider Dallas-Fort Worth LGBTQ, LGBTQ community at large, TFS has asserted, has asserted itself as one of Dallas's safest spaces for queer expression. This is actually nice. This is quite nice. I like this article. Nothing was to be found in here. Uh, it's a very long article. But I suppose, I suppose, let us take us, let's get a little serious right now, Clint. You know, it's been hard for the LGBTQ community in Texas. It's been real hard for them. Well, it is so hot, and finding indoor spaces where they're not going to get really, 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 really hot, you know, like baking, like you, you can, because there was an incident in 2002, legend, history, where an unfortunate uh, young man, he was 23, baked to death in his own fursuit in Texas because they were not allowed into the Sheraton in Dallas. <laughs> and he baked to death. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. That's not funny. We're laughing because we are using gallows humor, which is popular with furries. You're using right. dark humor. Well, the I'm, dark humor I'm a that nihilist. is... I got my, my nihilism is showing out. Your uh, big Texas nihilism, of course. That created a movement... And eventually we won acceptance into the Sheraton where yeah. we hold the convention. We're no longer out on the streets. We are in air-conditioned spaces. There's lots of spaces here. I'm on the Facebook page for the Texas Furry Fiesta. Hasn't got a lot of social media presence, I gotta say. Not a lot of comments. Well, that just I think invites, people just attend. It just invites trolls. Yeah. You don't want that too much. But, uh... You know, I'm glad that we're creating a safe space for the LGBT community. But actually, you know, that's bad for, for me, Jack Sutherman, and for you, Clint Lockbottom, because we're actually very homophobic. You know, you're you're a Nazi fur. I'm just a regular old Methodist fur. Well, no, I said I was only in it for the fashion. Come on. Oh, yeah, you're right. But, hold, you know, yeah, what, do, you, do you views. like the guys? Do you like the guys? Of course. Or the lesbians? <laughs> yeah. Or trans people? Yeah. You like them all? Okay. Well, a feature of my character, Jack Southern Man, that you may not have expected, given my talk of acceptance earlier in this episode, but I'm actually a virulent homophobe. Virulent homophobe and transphobe. And, you know, I think that's why we need a big straight. Like, we need a, straight, a heterosexual for a convention, you know, to do away yeah. with all this pride flag, to the rainbow people nonsense. You know, pride... You know, what happened to straight pride? pride. You know, pride can't pride. have that anymore. You know, pride, that's for a lion. Well, you know, listen, which Jack, is, gotta, you know, no lions are invited at tell, our furry convention. How can you tell, sir, the color of someone's skin underneath a fursuit? How can you, you can't tell the color of the skin. You can tell they're gay or not by how, whether they're how? coming on you. How can you tell? You cannot tell, sir. I If they're like, I want to suck, suck your duck dick. But they're not, they're not in a, 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 a female furry costume. Well, they're probably not then even you in can a tell. duck costume. Pardon? I said they're probably not even in a duck costume. Oh, no. They're not even coming at you with your own, you know. I don't, I don't believe in furry miscegenation either. You know, ducks <laughs> with ducks. Wolves with <laughs> wolves. With wolves. <laughs> Listen, we know that sometimes genetic abnormalities can happen. But many... 
furries. Are you referring to the Zootopia abortion comic? Of course, of course, which I've read recently because you. We've told all me about read it. the Zootopia abortion comic. <laughs> We've all read. It's a beautiful, you know, and it squares with my beliefs as a Methodist as well. You're pro you know, pro life. I'm pro life. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, furries are all about life. Even when it's like a genetic abnormality cross between a rabbit and a fox. Hey, God, God put that baby into her. You know, it, it was God who we've established as a furry. We've established, and you, that you are the son of you put you put that baby into Judy Hops, and you were like, you know, let it grow. That's that is true. The 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 implied uh, aspect of the Zootopia abortion cartoon is that god is a furry right absolutely yeah because they live in a world where everyone's anthros you know obviously you get to heaven you're greeted by a big furry god and his big furry belly and you're and you're dancing on his big furry belly you know like so many angels on the head of a pin that's beautiful or um, uh, wait what why would angels dance on the head of a pin because that's the that's the hot spot, you know. That's the nightclub, you know. It's called the pen, and it, it's called the pen because that's actually a, a Texas synonym for a penis. Because the angels are gay, but heaven that would mean heaven is gay. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I just realized that furry god is LGBTQ plus. I just realized that. Are you so that must mean Clint as the son of God, and because LGBTQ plusness is a is a genetically inheritable trait, as far as I know, mm-hmm. that must mean you. Mm-hmm. You you are the one. What do you have to say about that? What I'm, do you have to say for yourself, I'm Clint? I'm a classic triple agent. So you thought at first I was a southern Texas furry. Then you thought I was the Messiah. Then you thought I was a nihilist anti-Semite or something like that. Something like but that. But actually, yeah. I'm a triple eight. Is that four? I'm a quadruple. Four, you're a quadruple agent, <laughs> I believe. Because you're a quadruped in your fursona, so you're a quadruple agent. I will. I, I am not going to endorse making fun of the disabled. I can't get, we can't do, add two, we can't add too many. Oh, you were going to, you were going to make a quadriplegia joke? You were gonna. You were gonna. Look, I might hate the gays, but I love. I love the wheelchair, folks. I'm gonna put that out there right now. The disabled. My character is not a quadriplegic furry. Although I no, I said a quadruped, not a quadriplegic. You are four legged. Oh, are squirrels two legged? Are they? Are they duo pads? Yeah, no, they walk around on their uh, just two feet all the time, like little humans. Yeah, like little human beings. That's why that's why you so identified with them in the first place. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be odd if all the animals started walking around like little human beings? Yeah, I think that would be odd, and I think you can get a little of that at the Big Texas Furry Convention. No gays. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Don't say that. We accept not- everyone here, even the nihilists. Yeah, by gays we mean the pejorative. So lame. You know, if you're if you're yeah, if you're say, lame, we still say except that for people that are lame, uh, we're they're accepted because they're disabled. You know, and we like disabled people. Oh yeah, yeah. You shouldn't say lame. You shouldn't say lame. What's your? Yeah, for, I guess you shouldn't say lame. as 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 a synonym for Damn. as a synonym for the disabled. No, Damn, I don't that like really, that. The one thing we're passionate about social justice for that just sort of snuck up and bit us on the ass. It just you know the one thing we care about. You bother to care about one thing. And then you use an epithet that you didn't even know was some sort of epithet. And and you know, you're done. You know, you're like Lydia Tar. You're out of you're out on your ass like goddamn Tar, which was my favorite movie of last year. And now five Honestly. minutes about Tar. <laughs> what did you think about Tar? Um, we well we already talked about it, but you just watched it and I thought I you know, just watched Tar. I thought it was good. I like it. I thought it was the thing about it is I thought it was the sequel to the Joker movie by you know <laughs> with Joaquin Phoenix because I, I thought it was the Be, same because Todd Fields is, right. is the same guy as the Joker guy. I thought that Todd Fields was the same guy that directed Joker, but that was the guy named Matt. Some other it guy. was Matt, yeah. but Matt the, Hanks. I kept on thinking Tar was like I was like I was like dude, this is totally the sequel to Joker. Uh, yeah, this is like uh, when Joker. You know, what 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 if Joker was a lesbian? 
right. and a conductor. And then, but then I was like, hey, this seems like way smarter than Joker. Like, I don't even understand I, what these. Uh, I lo- I love the scene where Tara is is going down the steps while Gary Glitter is playing, and she's. <laughs> I mean, kind of rock and roll part. It kind of happens like that. I mean, but I was like, this movie's way too smart for me. I I don't even know. It's not that it's the point is that Tara is always aggrandizing herself. She's always saying uh, things to make it seem like she's better than she actually is. And she needs to hide behind that veil of pretension in order to cover up her, uh, her more racy and naughty instincts. By naughty, of course, we mean a sexual assault, driving one of person to suicide eventually. It's a pretty dark story. It's pretty Ooh, dark, Tar. It is dark. It is dark. That's yeah. why I thought it was like Joker, because Joker is so dark. That's because it's similarly dark. Yeah. But uh, honestly, just watch Joker. It's the same movie. It's the same movie, yeah. It's about a dude who's right. Yeah, and he's not gay either. You know, he's... he's... <laughs> A not gay dude who's who's correct about the he's world. Cor- yeah, he's absolutely. And what he's you the number do. one guy. He's the smartest guy. The, the, number, the number one smartest guy in the world. And what you should do is what he does. Yeah, you should absolutely. You should find the nearest staircase and you should dance down it, listening to Gary Glitter or any other uh, famously pedophile. Yeah, like uh, rock and roll musician. Mahler was. Yeah, Mahler, famous pedophile. And that Mahler. gets us back into Tar. Yeah. Wow. I love it when she's she's walking down the stairs dancing to Mahler. Yeah, she's putting she's got clown makeup on. She looks like yeah, the damn she's... Joker. <laughs> and that brings us back to Joker. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how these movies all come together. Yeah, because they're all dancing down staircases. Yeah, that that's one of the that's one of the big themes. You know, it, it goes all the way back to the Odessa Steps. You know, like uh, you say, you're from Odessa, uh, Texas. Uh, Odessa, Odessa, steps. Ukraine. Is this the, the battleship this is, Potemkin? This is the uh, the Eisenstein. Movie. Yeah, the Eisenstein. Eisenstein, Sergei Eisenstein. Eisenstein from Russia. The first montage, of course, Alexander Nevsky with the coins falling. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love a little Russian cinema? I'll tell you. I'll tell you who loved it. Those those Russian characters whose names I forget that we introduced earlier in this episode. Uh, Vlad and Igor. Vlad and Igor, of course. Igor was Ukrainian. I forget their their name. What was he? Vlad sucks a dicks. Uh, sucks a off and sucks a butts off. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. He sucks a off. Which doesn't make any sense. He sucks all off. <laughs> I am Vlad's. Yeah, no, okay. I'm getting back into it. Yeah, I suck all off. You you, you take take all. Bring all to me. I suck all off. Uh, I, I think there would be a, a big satisfaction in sucking off a big room of people. And, like, completing the room, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, like it's a video game? Yeah, yeah, you gotta you you one hundred percent the furry room by sucking everyone off there. Okay. Uh, we've we've abandoned uh, we've abandoned this. Oh, I abandoned uh, the my improv guy halfway premise. through, and I stopped being able to do an accent. So I know I, I, I said that, but I kept go, I kept soldiering through. I was still in the care. I was still feeling no, we the emotions. We did it. We did it. Uh, we did the it. ride of Jack Southern man. This is um. Thank you for coming on this ride with us, uh, listeners, dear yeah. listeners. If you want more <laughs> of our special brand of uh humor go to patreon.com slash house of decline and for five dollars you get a bonus episode every week in addition to the normal free episode that we put out and uh you get an extra you get comic two free every day if you sign up if you pay us money you get two free episodes it's two for three with uh, one extra comic a day hell yeah and two, that's a great two plus deal three is five that's how we came to the numbers that's a big texas deal yeah.